Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Hey, we're million dollars. Yes, it is you. It is you. Oh, boy. Right into the most controversial topic ever. I just put my 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 dick in the dirt with this one. I'm like, oh no. Oh, what with the yeah. George Floyd? Yeah, my suggestion is that you uh you find um a panel that is majority African American with this one because this one's definitely going to be misconstrued. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, it's the anniversary. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. That's I don't know. I have um I have strong feelings against. The police as a whole in this country i don't like the, the police state we live in but at the Me same too. time i don't have any solutions ready and i definitely have gotten in trouble with this topic um yeah i, I think i think you can get on thin ice real quick you know i mean you know emotions mm-hmm. are so high with it right right yeah absolutely i mean i think you and i are both coming from a from a good place right a place of love and inclusion right um I was confused with the Caucasian and um, yeah. for I get in a lot of, I got of trouble with this one because I'm told that it's not something I should speak about. And no matter what, what kind of support I lend, it seems like it's probably never going to pay off. Yeah, so I have trouble with that because that's that's rough, right? I mean, because the whole thing we're talking about is we're all in this together. We are all one. Everybody's equal. Bup, bup, bup. Let's all have a kumbaya moment, right? So yeah, as soon as somebody throws that, like, oh, you can't talk about this. Like, really? Really? That's I'm, exactly I'm, what I'm talking about. That's what that's what I'm, I'm saying. What's happening is not cool and we need to change it. How is that not cool? It doesn't matter what my skin color is. I agree with you. Okay, yeah. so you've also that's encountered gorgeous. that sort of um, resistance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost. Uh, um, t- uh, it feels like ingratitude because, I mean, I don't have to be supportive of a movement that affects me less than it affects somebody else you know i take it upon myself to say hey this is wrong and i'll get met with that you know like hey mind your own business like you shouldn't speak about For this real. Stay um, in your lane yeah. it doesn't impact you anyways they i get a lot of this um that uh, i don't have to deal with any of the the drawbacks i, I i've even been accused of uh, enjoying white privilege which to me is because i mean as passable as i am i don't think i've ever enjoyed white privilege <laughs> yeah i mean uh yeah, yeah, I have. I'll tell you straight up, I have. I've had cops ground my weed into the ground and give me back my baggie and say, dispose of that in a proper receptacle and get out of here, kid. You know, mm. I'm like, sir, yes, sir. Right. But, you know, change my skin color. I probably would have gotten beaten and I'd be in jail. You know? Mm. Yeah, it's a tough conversation. Is there Fox on the line? Yeah. We just have to unlock the secret code, guys have to unlock the secret code i'm sorry i sound like shit today you're talking about i I told dave earlier i'm like fuck he smells funny too i i unfortunately can't smell myself so that may be true (laughs) the secret code oh yeah bathing's good you know i'm 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 one of these hippies that that bathes daily and i wear my dreads on the inside i'm a short-haired clean hippie i just hold the ideals of a hippie you know um desert fox i was just working on a graphic for the fox files which no way. Um, 
think uh, that's a great idea. Um, so, do like a, so you guys are friends then, right? Yeah, we've been friends for the longest. Actually, came here together. Totally. And uh, yeah, yeah, you go, you're both really good people. So that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I mean, anyway, Sweet. so I, I don't have to breathe either. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, I had to get this stuff. Uh, I had to get this nasal spray because, yeah, I have trouble with it. But it's not from a cop choking me. It's from white privilege because I did a bunch of cocaine when I was in high school in the right. 80s. And now my sinus is a jack. Deviated septum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went to the doctor once and he's like, yeah, you know, some people are born with a deviated septum. And I was like, I paid handsomely for it. That <laughs> cost me tens of thousands of dollars. He paid through yeah, the nose. Yep. Yeah, I paid through the nose for it. Skin and kill. <laughs> oh, you're good. Paid through the nose. It was tremendous. Or tremendous. maybe the cops only had like 15, 20 minutes left in their shift, and they're like, oh, damn it, it's not worth it, Dave. Just go home and be better next time. Okay, yeah. So I want to I wanna share an, a, another experience this wasn't a white privilege experience, but it was an, oh, my God, my butt puckered moment. Like, I thought I was totally going to get arrested, and it totally just ended up all chill. So I used to be in a band, and the drummer was from Wisconsin, and he's, like, super paranoid. Like, if I was ever smoking a joint, walking down the street in the city, he'd cross the street and be, like, 50 feet away because he was so afraid of getting arrested or something. So we're driving. He's giving me a ride somewhere. I can't remember. I, I fire up a huge joint. He's like, really? Are you going to fucking smoke that in the car? I'm like, dude, it's fine. It's fine. We pull up to a stoplight right next to a canine vehicle. And the dog is like going nuts. It's frothing at the window, like trying to break the window. And, you know, my drummer's driving. He's freaking out. He's like, motherfucker, I told you. God damn it. Oh, my God. He's like practically wetting himself. And I'm freaking out because, I mean, it, the dog's freaking out. While we're at the red light, the cop hits the lights. I'm like, oh, shit, we're done. We're dead. We're done. We're totally done. The light turns green. The cop takes the left turn, hits his hazards, and double parks in front of a donut shop. I shit you not. Funniest thing well, in my life. <laughs> double parked in front of a donut shop. He didn't give a fuck about us. He didn't even see us. He was just hitting his hazards and his lights so that he could park illegally in front of the donut shop. Yeah. Um, Unre unreal. Uh, I get in so much trouble because I say stuff like, I don't care about uh, defund the police. I think it's it needs to be reformed completely. Um, yeah. But I yeah. honestly have moments in which I say like awful things such as... Uh, you know, a cab or, uh, you know, kneecap FTP. Yeah. A, a C A B. Uh, all cops. A oh, snap. Oh shit. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. I go back and forth, but you know, I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. And I think, you know, reform because defund that, that gets misconstrued, right? You and you and I know what it means to redistribute the, the, the funding. But I think the way we need to say it oh, is no, reform. I don't that's not what I mean at all. Um, I think that we, we shouldn't be, well, first off, we really need to like scientifically study not only demographics, um, but we need to, we need to not only study how the streets are being impacted, how the society that is being protected, quote unquote, is being impacted, but the, uh -huh. the efficacy of the, the measures being taken, we don't just pouring more money into this war that isn't necessarily 
you know, working. Um, and then on top of that, we need to we need to really work towards decriminalizing things that are not things that are um, in like, general like victimless crime priority. Right, where there's no victim, there should not be a crime, right? That yes, that's definitely true. Right, like don't don't make a law to protect me from myself. Don't make a law, you know, outlawing me changing my consciousness. Like, really? Or, or I pick a plant and, and that's if illegal? You're speeding, if you're speeding down the road and you haven't hit anybody, there's no victim, right? Right. So, moving so why would you do a... So why would you do a high pursuit chase, which could put all the public at risk? You're, you're risking right. the safety of the public. And now you start firing. Oh, my God. You could more risk, 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 right? So I couldn't agree more. The, the punishment and, and not even the punishment, but the the attempt to apprehend the suspect needs to directly correlate with the crime. If you ran a red light and you try to evade the officer, oh, well, he got away. Big fucking deal. It just hey, needs to deal. It, it needs to be studied. How effective are these techniques and uh, the They're impact not. that it has <laughs> on the individuals? Yeah. And then. We really have to think about replacing everybody, literally everybody starting from scratch and making sure that there's no gangs within, you know, the organization we're talking about. Within the sheriffs, there's like different gangs. And that's disgusting, you know, because I've been saying for the longest time with this, the police are the biggest gang. Psychological training, right? So they they should be trained. No no ex-military because it's the opposite. We want peace officers. We don't want want military. Right. No. So we want the opposite of a soldier. We want somebody who's a master, who's like a jujitsu black belt, so he could tie you up like a spider in a second if he had to. But he's going to come at you like a social worker with yes. de-escalation, with with psychological more. psychological techniques, like a social worker. But he's trained. Right. He's a fucking black belt. So if you fuck with him, you're done. Armbar done. Right. See, but the thing that no gun is what you're doesn't even need a gun. When you said I'm a fighter or a lover, not a fighter, um, it is so. It is somewhat true that you don't find those qualities in the same individual. You don't. I mean, I'll fight. I'll fight like a motherfucker. You, you, you threaten somebody that I love. You're gonna see wrath like you've never imagined. But barring me having to protect myself or somebody that I love or a pet or something, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, see, I'm not that's gonna part go of the there. Problem, Dave, because you should fight tooth and nail for anybody anyone's rights as a police officer not not only your kin not only your dog well no 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 as a police officer you you signed up to protect my life so you should put your life in danger to protect but mine see, like i truly believe don't shoot till shot at they will right? not protect our lives as though they were protecting their own never never that's why we need complete overhaul like you said fire them all start over we need all of them got to go every single one because the uh, the rules we hired them under were different than what we need now right yeah and i want to say that I mean, I, the biggest thing and I, I can't agree more with what you're saying that their approach has to be more of a social workers uh than you know a commando um but one thing that i was going to suggest that will really better the whole yeah. situation is if police officers have to be residents of the area they police Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I grew up in a town called Novato, 45 minutes north of San Francisco. It's known to be home of the most San Francisco police officers of any town in California. So 
crazy conservative. Like if you have a high school keg party, you're going to get raided by like seven cops, right? It's going to be out of control. Like a SWAT team will show up. Like what? Dude, we were having a keg party. Uh, mm -hmm. You want us to turn you want us to turn the music down? Okay. <laughs> no problem. You know, uh, fucking Marin County, dude. It's the county is like the fifth richest, sixth richest county in the world, right? So like that's where we're talking about. There is no crime, you know. The only crime was like cocaine smuggling because it had a huge coastline, but they weren't fucking with that. They would raid high school keg parties, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, they would do a stakeout at a stoplight, you know, stop sign. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I am going to have to uh, get off here in a little while. Um, we got some messages here. Hey, it's cool, man. Desert Fox. Let's get them. I got white privileged once. Um, I had a friend. I mean, I, I've i always lived in the bad part of town, I guess. Not always, but I had a guy that we worked with, an older black guy, that um, in rare form, we needed weed. He could find it, and we went into his neighborhood to get it, and we're sitting out front, two white boys in a car, literally in the projects, and we get pulled over. I mean, we're already stopped. The car's not even running. They search the car, right. uh, search us, tell us that we're stupid, or we're here to buy drugs, or both, because these motherfuckers <laughs> will kill you. He didn't use those words. <laughs> so then a uh, guy comes back out with the weed. We get in the car, and... We're taking him to the store. <laughs> Set the store parking lot for a few minutes and dropped him back off at his house. And all was well and good. But yeah, I, I was profiled for being white in the wrong way. That's hilarious. That's a straight out of a movie. <laughs> yeah, no, Worm, That's it's all, all good. I, I, I saw you were online, bro, and I haven't talked to you in a while. So I was like, man, I want to connect with my brother. Yeah, man. Um, and I appreciate that because I really do remember having just the most fun with you. Um, and I knew that you would, uh, you and the foxes would, uh, would gel well together and definitely they'll put in a good word for me. Um, Desert Fox, if you want to hop in this conversation, that'd be cool. Um, I'm trying to do something at the moment. I'm, I am going to in a little while have a conversation, um, about conformists versus mavericks. So we're, we're talking about right. like social, social pressures and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a yeah. little bit of what, what we're talking about here, but um, less of a focus yeah. on, um, you know, police. Bigger, and, bigger uh, picture. Yeah. Um, I really, um, I know that there's a strategy to doing the controversial topics, but um, me personally, I'm trying to not um, be placed in any sort of a category of, because things I say sometimes are insensitive. They sometimes are extreme. And I don't want to be inauthentic. I I, I know myself. <laughs> I'll get myself in trouble right away. Yeah. Um, but I do appreciate. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you, Dave. I walk the line. You know, I try. You know, I try to touch on those topics that, like you're saying, couldn't go either way. Uh, but I try not to to breach the line because I, you know, I, I'm right there with you. I'm so passionate about these things that it's easy for me to just ah. But I can't. I can't let myself do that because I want to bring people to a conversation where we where we talk, you know. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to tone myself down, <laughs> but it's a full time job. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I would say be your authentic self, regardless of what's, you know, what's going around or what people uh, insist totally. is right. And um, I, I do believe like you have a good heart. So, um 
you know, just continue doing what you're doing. Thank you, brother, man. Love you, man. Love you too, man. Here we go, Desert Fox. And not to mention, guys, um, cats smell weed, too. They just aren't fucking rats. Get it? I, I yeah, didn't get it. Because we know what happens. Oh, we know what happens to rats. <laughs> I used to I used to have this cat. I, I had these two cats. I named one Boaster and I named the other one Toaster. And uh, Boaster, every time I was going to get ready for a sesh, he knew. Somehow he knew. And he would like sit on my bed right next to my sesh chair. And he'd look at me like, aren't you going to blow one my way? And I'd blow a hit his way. But I wouldn't hold him. Right. I wouldn't force him. I would just blow it his way. So if he wanted to walk away, he totally had free will. But he never walked away. He would sit there like, oh, this is awesome. You know? It was hilarious. Right. Yeah. Worms. Worms. See, I, I've, I've smoked out quite a few of my animals, and now I don't. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know, uh, cruelty to animals or whatever. But um, I, I, often, I oftentimes would have friends that would do the same, and they would say, look, he's so stoned. He's so stoned. And I think maybe one time out of, like, the thousands of times, like, the animal was actually intoxicated. Most of the time, it was just us imagining oh, you know, totally. what yeah. we felt but, onto the animal. Uh, right. Desert Fox but how about, about that. He, he would smoke out a fish, believe it or not. How about looking in? How about looking into a cat's eyes on psychedelics? Oh, no. They're, they're empty. You don't want to look in there. Oh, just... you, it's, it, you, fall, <laughs> you fall right in. I, I communicated <laughs> with my cat. We were talking. Like, she knew. She's like, I know what you're feeling. I know what you're thinking. I'm like, oh, God. The, <laughs> the pussy whisperer. Yeah, exactly. Ah, we got Worm snow. C. Worm C's looking evil. Worm Million and another thing. Dave, what's up, y'all? And another thing. Yeah, I, uh, I just was listening in for a little bit there. I just want to bring up... Like, Dave was talking about... We, you know, one thing I don't like taking the side of the police in this situation, but they are required to do everything from, like, if you call and there's a argument or domestic dispute, if there's a fucking cat stuck in a tree, if there's, you know, little shit, they send police. And I think That's that we need to have tactical police, and then we also need to have non-tactical police, like you were talking, like social workers that deal with situations when non-violent and de-escalating terms. But, yeah. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. Worm, worm she pretty much nailed it right there, right? Like, if you don't need SWAT, then you should get, like, it should be like stage one, stage two, stage three, right? Stage three being we have a violent encounter, send the big, strong guys with guns. We need them, right? But but there should be phase one and phase two where you don't need those guys and you don't even want them on the scene, right? Because there is no violence happening. We we need we need to talk to somebody and we need to de-escalate. Counseling, counseling degrees, man. Everybody should have a counseling fucking degree. You should understand the human psyche. You need to know what a psychotic episode is. You need to know what, what schizophrenic behavior is. You need to know what, what somebody having an anxiety or a panic attack is, right? Mm -hmm. And be able to identify that and be like, oh, we got a panic attack. This guy's fine. I'm just going to sit here and chill with him for a minute. 
talked to him in a very monotone, calm voice, but not dehumanizing, not belittling, right? Mm -hmm. No weapons, no flexing, no chokehold, (laughs) you know? Till he, till, he hit, till he flexes on you or hits you or he comes at you. Then you got Brazilian jiu-jitsu training. And, dude, you know what? One of my nephews, bro, he, uh, he came in second in the U.S.-Brazilian jiu-jitsu finals. So he's a badass. And what he does now, he's got his own gym. And I was talking to him about this. And he chimed in. He's like, yeah, dude, I train cops. I'm like, oh, shit. And he's like, yeah. He's like, unfortunately, it's the minority that want to get trained on like how to take somebody down peacefully with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, as opposed to the guys who want to like learn how to crack them in the face and shoot them, you know? So, well, yeah, Uh, pretty sure by that point they're proficient in small arms fire and sucker punches. Right. (laughs) Well, and, and, and the the majority of those are probably ex military or maybe even, maybe even a high school bully. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Some of those people literally never grow out of the tech, and and that's literally where they find. I don't want to say niche, but in a way, it's their niche. It's what they're like. Uh, their square. This is the square hole. It's like you grew this up to be a bully. Yep. That's it. Yeah. So I want to. I, I don't want to keep agree. you. You got to go in a couple minutes, right? But I just yeah, want to I got to. Sh- I got to show you in tell ten you. minutes. Um, okay, if anybody quick, wants to quick story, try to get in here, two minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Quick, yeah, quick story, two minutes. It's about a friend of mine that I grew up with, went to high school with. The guy was a, a pencil neck geek, thin as a rail, smart as a whip, right? Turned me on to Slayer and like the heavy, heavy, heavy shit. He was a brilliant guitar player, brilliant writer. He's got like five books now. He got into law enforcement, dude. He got into steroids. He became bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, like I used to know everybody, right? I was a jock stoner the funny guy, blah, 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 blah. So I would get invited to every right. party. He he would methodically get us kicked out of every party and get his ass kicked at every party. <laughs> so like, finally, okay. I quit inviting him. But, um, but he, tur- him he turned out to, he, he turned out to be a sheriff and a prison guard, bro. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. He, he, the guy that got bullied his whole life became a sheriff. That's not the guy you want. That's not the guy. Right. But it seems a little bit like he was a kind of a bit of a, a bully himself, like because he's not getting beat up for you know being polite to people. <laughs> oh, oh, he was the guy that he was. Oh, it was awesome, dude. He was so smart that he could insult you for five sentences before you realized he's totally insulting you. So he would do that to these like jar-headed football players or whatever. I played football, whatever, but I wasn't a jarhead. But anyway, he would do that to these people and then eventually get his ass handed to him. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Jarhead means Marine. Um, but um, you're an ENFP, right? Yes, sir. That means that you your first cognitive function is extroverted intuition, which leaps before it looks. You blurt. You you do things totally. just to see what'll happen. You... Well, well, not not just to see what'll happen, but I, it's just it comes out before I realize. Oh shit! Whoops! I just said that. Was that the outside voice? Like that's my <laughs> right. that's my quote. Was that my outside voice? <laughs> well, see, um, you have that in common with my type, the ENTP. Um, the only difference is I make my decisions based off of, you know, uh, logical thought, and you make your decisions based off of feelings, which um, both are very useful. And the ENFP is as popular as you say. This is how I know that you're typed correctly. 
repeat that last part? How do you know I'm typing correctly? The ENFP is as popular as you say. The ENFP can literally uh, mingle with any crowd. Um, very popular. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. I mean, I can get along with anybody. I mean, it, 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 you know, it, it might, I might have evolved into that, like, you know, growing up in a semi-dysfunctional household, but I'm not sure. <laughs> no. It's another topic. I kind of feel like, um, I feel like that's really truly who you are. And because um, in a way, I think some people have you mistaken. They, um, some people think you're far right. Um, some people think you're this or that. <laughs> oh, that's um, hilarious. I, I've no, I don't have a right like bone in my body. That's hilarious. Wow. See, like some people really think that, but um, um, you're kind wow. of a chameleon in that way. Fit in with anybody, and um, yeah, the ENFP. But but I have but I have trouble. But I have trouble fitting in with the right wing because there's so many things I oppose on such a core level that I just end up saying "fuck you" <laughs> and then burn burn bridges. Right. <laughs> I think the ENFP's uh, biggest fear is being controlled. Possibly. Yeah, that's, that's probably it. Yeah, exactly. I have, yeah, a serious fear of authority, or not fear, but uh, I question authority. I don't want to be told. I don't want to be like. I, oh yeah, being told what to do is the worst for me. It's like, oh god. Sometimes yeah. it's what I need to hear, but it's so hard for me to hear it, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of friends who are ENFPs, and uh, definitely, like I'm telling you, my first my first cognitive function is also to, to leap before I look and say something before I even realize. And um, I embrace it, honestly, because if I, if I try to bottle it up, if I try to be reserved or, you know, less... Uh, outgoing then i feel i don't feel like myself it feels feels bad exactly exactly and anybody that knows me knows i come from a good place my heart is right. in the right place right I'm, i might say some wrong shit i might say some shit that, that's off base from time to time either because i'm trying to be funny and it wasn't or because i spoke before i thought but it was really my emotion i just didn't word it like to to not piss somebody off right like Sometimes I speak before I think because I'm so emotional. I'm so passionate. So you you nailed it, bro. You nailed it. I shoot from the hip, but I, I don't mean to hurt anybody. It's my last yeah. intention. The only time that you get in trouble with that, honestly, is when you don't, like, check in with yourself as to how you feel about it, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Man, that's deep. We just got deep right there, bro. Yeah, I'm using MBTI to, to know that about you because you get stuck in the loop of the t-e-f-e -E. um i mean i'm sorry uh uh t-e-e -E. is it t-e-f-e -E? hold on i'll look at this real quick what are you what are you looking at uh um, the enfps get into n-e-e -E. What, what what's the site you're referencing analyzing the possibilities and trying to use facts to figure out the answers this is something which can go in a rather vicious circle the ENTP never uh, ENFP I'm sorry never truly feeling satisfied they start by analyzing the information and potential and using data as a means of coming up with a solution or likely outcome the trouble is that once the ENFP does not come up with this answer the NE comes back into play and finds more and more scenarios and ways that this could go wrong or be incorrect the ENFP continues to go in a loop until they find themselves stressed and constantly unsure of their actions or choices. They need to analyze the information and run through it over and over again in hopes of figuring out what is the best possible choice. 
Sometimes people in their behavior second guessing what their intentions are. When the ENFP uses their FI in these scenarios, they can often understand people better and be more sensitive to what their most likely intentions actually are. Instead, they find themselves having doubts and might start comparing themselves to others. So yeah, just the, you, your FI, which has to do with your own feelings, knowing your own feelings, checking in with your own feelings. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm also a, a bit of an empath. So like, so I feel my feelings super deeply, right? Like that, and I don't just yeah. feel like, in my mind, I don't think they're just mine. I think I'm feeling for all of us, right? Um, and, and and honestly, bro, that's where the, that's where my topic headline came from. Hey, anniversary of George Floyd's death. Let's all light a candle, do a bong hit, drink a beer, pour some on the ground, and and hope for fucking change, man. Hope for fucking change, you know, and demand it and and fight for it at the same time. But but I was I was thinking more of like a candlelight vigil light a candle, pour a little beer on the ground kind of thing is, is that's, that's where my head was at. Yeah. Um, so you, you're saying empath as in um, putting other people's feelings first. I feel other people's feelings so deeply, bro. So deeply. Like if I hear somebody tell me an emotional story, it happened to me, you know, right. It might as well have happened to me. Do you, it, uh your own i'm sorry can you repeat that you broke up a little do you avoid experiencing your own feelings oh no i embrace them yeah okay i mean I, do you for, reflect on those for, do you for half of my life i ran from them and and would avoid them at all costs you know uh substances anything right up until i was 40 until i was 40 bro i believe it. um yeah. Yeah. And then when my dad died, my dad was killed by a hospital. He was given too much blood thinner and basically yeah. murdered by a nurse at 68. And then I had this fucking major just cave in, drank every day for a year and then came out of it with this epiphany of like, whoa, my God, thanks to much therapy and, you know, a lot of professionals helping me. Yeah, um, so any time that you feel like you're trapped in that somewhat of a unproductive, like the rabbit hole, where it's like you're researching, researching, and still coming up with more theory and more theory, all you need to do to balance it out is just check in with your own feelings, reflect on your own feelings. Yeah, I don't your feel feelings. that much. I don't, I don't get that much. Normally, I get like, bam, this is what has to happen. Um, no, see, already you're messing up right there. You're not supposed to jump to your, uh, to your extroverted thinking. Just do the do it with intuition, intuition and your own feelings. Ask yourself well, exactly. if something feels authentic. If something feels exactly for the ENFP, what's most important is authenticity. If you do not focus on your authenticity, then you'll always have these issues. No, no, no. I, I focus on my authenticity, but but where I the, the the walk that I'm walking is how to be authentic in myself but not offend other people and no, still never worry about that. You able... never worry about that. Oh, and what, well, that's totally secondary. It's totally secondary. Right. But to get my point across, I need to be able to communicate to the widest audience possible. So it's the, it's the fine line of, I'm not going to compromise myself, period. That's it. Right. Like, I mean, right. you know, as a horrible example, as a horrible example, like that, that group you invited me to, and I, and I, 
I fucked up my first message. I fucked up, and then I went, and then I went ballistic. I'm like, well, fuck those people anyway, right? So yeah, yeah, no. Um, so that's me. That's me. You don't necessarily even have to fight for your own feelings, but when you make decisions, make sure that they're in line with your own feelings. Yes. Authentic. Yes, yes, yes. To who I'm, you not, are. I'm not. And, I'm and not. I think that no matter what, people don't exactly. like inauthentic people. But if you're yourself, people are going to like you just like they always have, just like they do. You know. Or they, or sometimes they don't. A lot of people are threatened by me, you know, for whatever uh, reason. I don't know. I don't know well, why. Because you, you, you're incredibly charismatic. <laughs> Shit. You're far too kind, and you, you are a hilarious, multifaceted, multi-talented, charismatic individual. You know, I, dude, I, I, in a non-gay, just bro way, I fell in love with you. You know, because I don't have a gay bone in my body. But uh, fucking, I fell in love with you from fucking from the get on stereo, bro. You were one of the people who was bringing it, and who was like, "Oh my god, what? Who is this guy? Like, he could do all this different shit. Oh my god, who is this guy?" Right? Yeah, man, I you. appreciate that. I definitely have always been a fan, like, of yours, and I want to, you know, continue to contribute. Um, I am gonna have to get out of here, though. I want to get this last message and give anybody a chance if you guys want to join, Dave. Um, yeah. I will have to. I'm a little. Nothing but love and respect, Worm. Nothing but love and respect, bro. Yeah, likewise. Conversations like this are very impactful when it's the people that are in this room having it. Um, the fact that Dave's willing to get up and have the conversation speaks volumes about him. Um, it takes all of us, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I hate to use Jesus references, but um, the 99 sheep oh, were Jesus. like, why are you going after that one sheep? Like, we're the whole flock. If you leave, you're talking you about the 1% or something. He's like, I mean, you're not <laughs> going kidding. in danger. I mean, that one is. He was. He was. Um, oh, he was. <laughs> nah, so nah. we do. We all have to stick together. And then fuck colors. Fuck labels. I, yeah, fuck labels. Um, I'm not a shepherd. I am a wolf amongst the sheep. Yeah, that's that. I'm a lion wow. amongst the wolves. If you guys want to yep. talk about lions and sheep and wolves, bears, oh my, I'm going to have a conversation about that. I'm going to get out of here. Thanks a lot, Dave. Hey, Worm, um, much love, man. Have a great time in your show. I'm going to, I'm going to pop in and check your show out. And, uh, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed rapping with you, man. If anybody wants to jump in here, jump in here real quick. I'm going to hit another message real quick. Cool. I'll hang out for a second. I would love to stay up and chat, but I got to get up by 1 o'clock in the morning and be at work by 2. I've been holding on the line. I called in like, I don't know, five minutes ago. Just waiting on y'all, man. Okay, guys. Have a wonderful show. I'm going to dip out. No, man. You got to say hi. bye, man. You can't just leave. Fuck. I did Much love, Worm. <laughs> Check your Instagram. Much All right, love, dude. worm. Much love, big you, perm. Well, I mean, big worm. <laughs> God damn it. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Peace out. How are you doing? The mind fucks. In the virtual flesh. <laughs> in, in the virtual flesh. He is mind fucking you with a W as we speak. Mind fuck. I'm, I'm that guy. I, I love the name. I, I have no no problems having that conversation. Like Worm was hesitant to, but I 
I, I can't even bullshit, man. I woke up to, at like three o'clock in the morning. I couldn't breathe, like gagging, throw up since I couldn't breathe. I'm like, what the fuck? And I've just felt like ass all day. I don't know. I don't sound too bad through the headphones. You know, it would have been crazy. I was listening to is if it was the time of his choking that you woke up, that would have been fucking a mind blow, right? That would have been fucking crazy. And I, I and I got no problem. I got I got no problem. I got no problem talking about it either, bro. I'm, I, you know, because I go hard. I'm, I'm, you know, I fuck. I've been in Facebook jail for I don't know. I, I'm done with Facebook because I just live in jail there. You can't even talk. So. You know, yeah, I, Mark Fuckerberg, Mark Fuckerberg and his censorship organization. Fuck them. Fuck you. Fuck Facebook. You know, you you want to censor me? You want to shut me out? Go ahead. Go ahead. Alex Jones me. But I'm not going to shut up. I'll start my own YouTube. I'll start my own website. I'll do something. I'll go on Sirius XM. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. It's important. Yeah, I was born in. 19, said, yeah. I was born in. Bro, I was born in 1967. The summer of love. Right. So as my mother's water broke in a Volkswagen bug, right, my mother's water broke in the Volkswagen bug. We were going to go to San Francisco to, to be I was going to be born in Kaiser in San Francisco, but I, 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 I didn't wait. So I came out on the freeway. Basically, the water broke on the freeway. They take the exit. Boom. Go to the first hospital. I'm, I'm born five minutes later, literally five minutes later. Like, hey, how you doing? Couldn't wait to get out of there. Um, can't wait to get back. But, um, <laughs> hey, you know. What I'm <laughs> I heard. I heard a really crazy uh, analogy. Um, they say when you die, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. And what have if you, that light have leads, you ever, leads to a fucking uh, 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 hospital room to another room? Yeah. And what if the only reason you you're go. fucking crying? Is because you just realized you died, and the the light is the light coming out of the, of another womb. Yeah, I thought. Wow, that's, that's a mind blow, bro. Shit. That's a that is that's a mind blow, and it's deep as fuck, and it hits me so hard because, bro, I had a near death experience where I saved somebody's life. Right, I pulled up at a gas station. This guy was getting beat by ten people kicking him in the head and i saw the puddle of blood just growing like whoosh, right like oh fuck oh, they're shit. killing him so without even thinking i just i launched i was with two other guys and i figured you know i wrestled in high school i'm like fuck i'll take four of them no problem <laughs> right and uh not the case right and i figured there was two other guys with me so i'm like okay i'll get four guys between them they could take on the other six between three of us, we could take these ten guys, no problem. Were you drinking, so I, Dave? I just, I just <laughs> launched. I just launched without even telling them anything. I just ran and went and saved this guy's life, right? But, but halfway there, bro, they 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 had a lookout hiding in the shadows with a baseball bat. It was at a gas oh, station. He's hiding behind the sign, like looking, making sure, like if anything fucking comes out of the, you know, he's got it. So he had me. So I make it halfway there. Clock. Full swing. Home run swing to the head. I, not, I get knocked down. I get, I get knocked down. 12 stitches in my head. Cracked my head open. I get up. I turn around. I look at this guy. Smack. Hits me in the other side. 
12 stitches in the other side, cracks my head open in the other side. I get back what up. What are your buddies doing? I don't even know. I get back up and I start, All I right. keep running. I keep running towards the guy that I'm trying to save. So I, I've been, had my head cracked open twice in the first 15 feet, get back up, run to him, and just basically <laughs> throw myself into the 10 guys that are kicking this guy's ass. <laughs> and then they start kicking the fuck out of me. Then the guy with the baseball bat comes. I'm like rolling to the left. It's like a, it's like out of a movie, right? I roll to the right. The bat hits on the left. I roll to the left. The bat hits on the right. I could only keep that up for a couple minutes. And then I just covered my vitals, my ribs and my organs. And the guy just fucking started, you know, 10 guys kicking me, one guy with the baseball bat. And I look up and the bat comes down straight on my, straight on my teeth, straight on my teeth, bro. Broke three of my teeth through my lip, broke on the bat. Damn. At that point, at that point, I blacked out, right? But what happened after that is I got up and jumped out of my tied tennis shoes, bro. Like, I should have been dead right there. I should have been dead. But all of a sudden, I'm 50. I don't, I have no recollection what happened between these 50 feet. One minute, I got 10 guys and a guy with a baseball bat kicking the shit out of me. Next minute, I'm 50 yards away in the middle of traffic, in the middle of the street, like waving down cars. And my friends are like, bing, 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 honking the horn, like, get in, motherfucker. Like, like they saw the whole thing. I had Some an outer body experience. I, I was in a coma for 12 hours, had an outer body experience, hovered above oh. myself in the, uh, in the hospital room. So I was looking down on the hospital bed. With my friend holding my hand, I told him that later. He's like, dude, I was sitting right there holding your hand. So I saw without seeing, and mm -hmm. and I saw the white tunnel that you're talking about. Like, I was sucked. It was like a gravity beam pulling me to this white light. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm backpedaling, backpedaling, backpedaling. And I had to explain to the white light why my time was not now, right? Like, I had to argue my case as to why I had to live. Like, no, man, wow. I got shit to do. I'm going to do some so good things. I swear to God, I'm a good person, please. Dude, wow. crazy. You, you think that's what stillbirths are? I haven't People thought like, about this in a I can't long time, bro. My, arms, my, that's... my hairs on my arms are standing straight up right now. I haven't <laughs> thought about this in a long time. Well, I mean, that's a life-defining thing to happen. Um, Do you want to hear something crazy? I just did. I mean, you have crazier? Who the fuck is this asshole? Come on with it. Well, wait, <laughs> we got a message. Should, should we listen to the people first? And then I'll come with part two. But dude, so check it out. Part two is I got busted for growing weed in San Francisco. I got sent to jail. And the guy that fucking hit me in the head with the bat was a fucking orderly in the jail, bro. Are you serious? This is Man. a story. That gonna, this is going to blow your mind. This is going to... It blows my mind. I can't believe this happened to me. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. 
and keep seeking the truth.